Welcome to my story corner. This is Aunt Blanche, and I have another story that I would love to share with you today. If any of you listened to my last episode, you know that it was about a princess who didn't know how to cry. But she learned by peeling an onion that brings tears to your eyes. And from that time on, she was able to laugh as well as cry, just like all of us need to be able to do at some time. Well, today I found a story about the clown who forgot how to laugh. And I thought that would be a fun one to share with you today. This is retold from a play by Eleanor Lucer, the clown who forgot how to laugh. The gay notes of a circus band drifted faintly through the warm June air from the big tent on the distant countryside. The afternoon performance was well underway, and about now the clowns were burlesquing the daring feats of the tightrope walkers. But there was one clown missing from that light-hearted troop, the littlest clown of all. Instead of tripping the big clowns or innocently joggling the wire so that they would lose their balance, he was sitting sadly on a log at the side of the road, his head in his hands. Three little girls came running along just then, bouncing a ball to one another, laughing and talking, and sometimes squealing when they missed the ball. Look, cried one of them as she caught sight of the little clown. Why, he must be a clown from the circus, said another. They all stopped to look at him. But he's not laughing and funny like the other clowns, added the third girl. What in the world is the matter with him? The first girl came up to the little fellow. What's the matter, little clown? she asked. Why aren't you laughing like the other clowns? The little clown stood up slowly. I can't. I've forgotten how, he replied. Forgotten how? they all exclaimed incredulously. Yes, he answered. Suddenly, out of a clear sky, I forgot how to laugh. Now the circus doesn't want me anymore. I haven't a job. Oh, you'll learn how again, said one sympathetically. It's so easy just to laugh. Why don't you try reading comic books? They make me laugh, added another. I've read practically all the comic books in the world, answered the little clown, and no laughter comes from them. You are a stupid little clown. Come on, girls, exclaimed one. We can't help him. I'm still glad that we can laugh, said another. And as the three ran down the road, arm in arm, one of them giggled. <laughs> we even think it's funny that a clown has forgotten how to laugh. The little clown looked after them. They don't appreciate how hard it is to be a clown, he thought. And a clown without a job is tragic. Soon a fat man came along carrying a long loaf of bread under one arm and a huge sausage under the other. He seemed to find a great deal of pleasure in taking a bite first from the bread, then the sausage. Seeing how sad the little clown looked, he asked what the trouble was. Why don't you try eating? He asked when he heard the little clown story. Look at me. I eat and eat and I'm perfectly happy. Try eating a thumping good meal and I'll guarantee you'll be so full of satisfaction that you can't help smiling. And he held out the sausage to the little clown. The sad-faced clown thanked him but shook his head, and the fat man went off laughing. 
Sorry, little clown, sorry. It's good sausage, too. Well, all the more for me. I'm afraid nobody can show me how to laugh, said the little clown sadly, leaning against a tree. I wish, I wonder what those boys are laughing at. As the two boys came closer, all the time looking back and laughing, the little clown touched one of them on the shoulder and asked what he was laughing at. The boy pointed to someone who had fallen in a mud puddle, and then, surprised to see a clown here, and a sad one at that, he said, You're a strange sort of clown. Aren't you supposed to laugh at everything? I used to, said the little clown wearily, but now I can't find anything to laugh at. There must be something wrong with him, he said to the other boy. Come on, let's go over and try and peek in the circus tent. Let's, was the reply. Maybe we'll see some real clowns. And they hurried off to the circus. As the little clown stood there looking disconsolately after the boys, a tall, wise-looking man coming from the opposite direction almost bumped into him. Oh, I beg your pardon, he said solemnly. I was so busy reading that I didn't notice you. Aren't you afraid you'll have an accident some day if you go along the road reading like that, asked the little clown. That is the chief trouble with being a wise man, sighed the man. I have to read so much. The little clown was delighted to hear that he was actually talking to a wise man, and he lost no time asking for his help. The man adjusted his spectacles, looked through his big book for information about laughing, and put his finger on a place. Here it is, he said. Anyone may be taught to laugh. Simply practice steadily for 15 minutes a day. There are many different kinds of laughs. Giggles, laughs of scorn, laughs of... I don't think I understand, said the little clown doubtfully. How can you laugh without feeling like it? It's very simple, replied the wise man. Just go ahead and do it like this. <laughs> he suddenly started to laugh and has suddenly turned it off. No, no, cried the little clown. When I was a clown, I laughed only when I felt like it. But I felt like it most of the time. Then I could make other people laugh. Now I no longer laugh and I cannot be a clown. Why don't you stop thinking about yourself so much? That might help, said the wise man as he buried his nose in his book again and walked on down the road. The little clown sank down on his log again gloomily as a sour-faced woman meeting the wise man turned aside just in time to avoid a collision. So her look was even more sour as she stopped to look at the sad little clown. <laughs> A clown without a smile on his face, she said. So you have your troubles, too, like the rest of us. Seems like a clown wouldn't have any. When a clown can't laugh, he's in lots of trouble, said the little clown. Don't do too much laughing myself. Never could see it was worth anything, really, commented the woman still more sourly. I say it's all foolishness. If you feel bad, you might as well let the whole world know about it. I don't know, replied the little clown doubtfully. It seems as if the world is a nicer place when people smile. I know I've felt miserable since I've stopped laughing. Well, the world's a poor place to live in, that's my idea, said the woman. 
and she walked off as sour-faced as she had come. If the little clown had wanted to laugh before, he was now determined he must find a way. How terrible it would be, he thought, if everybody went around with a face as long as hers. What was it the wise man said? I wonder, as he sat there thinking, a little girl came running down the road crying. He jumped up and asked her why she was feeling badly. I've I've lost my money. I've looked everywhere, she sobbed. Now that's too bad, said the little clown. But it could be worse, couldn't it? Maybe you could get some more. How much did you lose? You don't understand. And she sobbed harder than ever. It's too late to get any more. It, It was my money for the circus. I've looked so long now that the circus is almost over and and, 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 and I won't even get to see the clowns or, or, or anything. I see, answered the little clown slowly. Then, all of a sudden, he said, Listen, I'm a clown. I used to be in the circus. I can show you what clowns do if you'll only stop crying. The little girl looked up at him doubtfully. You are a very funny clown. What can you do? I can stand on my head, and he did so. I can turn handsprings, and he did his best handsprings for her ever. That's not very funny, said the little girl, beginning to cry again. Please don't cry. See, I'll balance this stick on the end of my nose. And he tried so hard to be funny that gradually the child stopped crying and began to smile. I like that. Do it some more. And she clapped her hands delightedly. The little clown went through his whole repertoire of tricks. The more she laughed, the harder he tried, until finally he sat down on the ground all out of breath and laughed himself. You're better than a whole circus, Mr. Clown. You're so funny. The little clown got up quickly. You mean that? Of course. I don't even mind losing my money anymore. Do you know something? He said excitedly, you've taught me the whole secret of feeling like laughing. And then he told her how, when he was trying to stop her crying, the first thing he knew he was feeling good and chuckling all over. Come on, let's go, he said, taking her hand. Where? To the circus, of course, even if it's almost over. We can get back in the entrance, and I can introduce you to all the clowns. You mean I'll meet other clowns like you? Sure, because now I can get my job back. I'll never forget how to laugh and be funny anymore. All you have to do is just to try to make the other fellow forget his trouble. Come on, let's go. And taking her hand, he hurried her off, still trying harder to balance the stick on the end of his nose. Oh, my, what a wonderful lesson we can learn from that story, too. Oh, that is so true, that we can forget our sorrows and forget that we're sad just by trying to make someone else happy. Why don't you try that? And also remember how important it is to wear a smile because others will smile back at you. I hope you enjoyed my story time and that you'll join me again. This has been Aunt Blanche in Aunt Blanche's Story Corner.